Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Welcome in to the Power Hour, 8.03, running a little bit late, slipped Coldplay in there. We, we were either going to be a little early or we were either going to be a little late and decided to throw in another song. But I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for being here this morning. We're live on Planet Radio 106.7. However you listen, appreciate you. If you're doing it on the radio, if you are streaming on the website, listen to theplanet.com. If you are uh, listening on the app, thank you so much for that. If you don't have the app yet, you can download the app. Go to the App Store. Go to Google Play. Search Listen to the Planet. Got it? Search Listen to the Planet, and you can download the app that way. Uh, with Alexa, got to do this. Alexa, you have to enable the Planet Online skill. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. We're on TuneIn Radio. We are on the iHeart platform, too. There you search Listen to the Planet. So all that Listen to the Planet stuff, that's all what I had when I had just the online station for about a year before I was asked to put, put it on the radio and, and turn it into Planet Radio. But we kept all of my digital assets. So that's why everything is Listen to the Planet when it comes to the online stuff. But however you listen, and thank you. Also, we have the live video feed if you want to watch along. Well, I, I didn't post too much last week whenever I was off. And I and I think I I lost some of my um some of my I get I don't know if algorithm would be the right word, but I, I didn't post too much last week. So I lost some of my my hype on on Facebook. I lost some of my reach. It was going up and up and up and up, and then now and now it came back down. Now I gotta start all over again. But but it's all good. It's all good. I I, I like a challenge. What are we going to talk about inside of the Power Hour today? Our question of the day, which should Christmas lights blink or not? Also wanted to reference a Facebook post I did yesterday of the Northgate Mall. Going to talk about the Cajuns and the New Orleans Bowl and how you can help. Also want to talk about the Christmas pickle again. We talked about that yesterday. Doritos flavored liquor. What makes you feel nostalgic over the holidays? FBI warning of the heightened threat of violence this holiday season. Yamaha, they got a five-disc CD changer that they put out. Huh? We're going back in time, dude. And do you trust social media and health-related websites more than you trust a doctor? Where do you think people fall with that nowadays? Bill Belichick, he's going to part ways with the Patriots after the season. Got a office Christmas party tip for you. Got an uh-uh slash that's meth up story. Some dude stealing ladies underwear. Uh-uh slash that's messed up slash sicko. Southwest Airlines going viral too. Uh, also world record breaking Christmas display has neighbors outraged. <laughs> so all that and more, we're, we're going to have to get to it today. We got a lot to get through here inside the power hour. Uh, first off, we got to say thank you to our sponsors, Acadiana Tire, 214 West Canal Street in Church Point, the official tire shop of the morning show, 337-684-5379. Acadiana Tire, if your tires are getting slick, go and see Big Hick. All the major brands, he doesn't have it for you. He'll get it for you. He'll make sure you're taken care of. Oil changes, mechanic work, inspections, he can do it all. So go by and see him today. Also check out AcadianaTire.com. Big thanks to Cajun Coatings, too. Kyle over at Cajun Coatings, Acadiana's premier coating and paint correction specialist. Graphene, ceramic coating. It's a solution that's applied to the exterior of your vehicle, and it helps protect your paint from damage. Helps keep your vehicle a little shiny, too, if I do say so myself. Also helps the bugs come off very, very easy. That's what I like about it. I had Kyle do my ice vehicle over a year ago. Cajun Coatings, CajunCoatings.com. Use two Ks or 337-349-0542. And also big thanks to the official restaurant of the morning show. That's Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. The Youngsville location on Shaman Metairie. Brunch on Sunday now. And they got some good stuff. I haven't checked it out yet. Hadn't had time to run down there. On Sundays, they just started it. I, I believe this Sunday will be week number three. From fruit to salad to bread pudding, 
brisket, fried chicken. Boy, so much good stuff. And also, they have the Lafayette location, the OG location on Ducey Road. And look, you can check them out for lunch. You can check them out for dinner, both locations. Check out mandezesgrill.com. Follow them on social media, too. Question of the day today. We have our question of the day at about 7.15. That's brought to you by Huff Power Concrete. And there's an internet debate going on today. And I read a little bit about it. A survey of over 6,000 people found that two-thirds of Americans prefer that Christmas lights don't blink. So there is uh, some debate on that. Should Christmas lights be blinking? Should they blink or should they not blink? Let's see what some of you are saying on our Facebook comments. Mike says, couldn't care less. There you go, Mike. Merry Christmas. Benjamin says, mine twinkle, they don't blink. Big difference. You, you fancy, though, Benjamin. You, 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 you fancy. If your lights twinkle, you fancy. They used to blink back in the day, and they, they'd blink all off. You know, but, but it seems, you know, you, you, you think about it a little bit. When you, when you think of Christmas lights, back in the day, dude, it was all about the colored Christmas lights, right? The red, the blue, the green, the white. And way, way back in the day was those big-ass bulbs. You know, 80s, late 70s, it was all about the colorful Christmas lights. Then it kind of turned into the white lights. Well, you were a little bougie if you had you some white lights, huh? And you had, remember the time when the icicles were cool? You'd hang the icicles off your house. It looked like it had snow. <laughs> that was cool. And, and now it seems like, the white lights are still popular, but maybe the color, colorful lights, the red, the blue, the, the green, the white, the, the, the mixed-up lights, they're making a little comeback. But think about it. Back in the day, man, in the 80s when you had that tree, you had the colored lights on there, and they blinked. Nowadays, not so much. Uh, what else? Let's see. Anna says, I prefer no blink. But she says, but the dripping icicle lights are cool. On a slow, uh, slow blink. See? The icicle lights. Oh. Uh, Rhonda says, doesn't make a difference. Ramonda uh, says, they're beautiful both ways. Yep. Hey, look, do you. You want them to blink, dude. You don't want to put up no lights. That's you. Candace says, not blinking and clear. Tiffany says, does it matter? Not really. Jenny says, no blinking. But if you have the fading slow twinkle, that might be nice. See, that's what Benjamin was talking about. See, that, that's the other level of bougie now. Used to be you had the white lights, you were bougie. Had the icicles, you were bougie. Now you got that twinkle. You can dim the lights, man. Maybe put some logs in the fireplace. You and the old lady pour a glass of wine and just watch the lights twinkle on the Christmas tree. <laughs> Go and answer that question. It's on our Planet Radio Facebook page, Chris Logan Facebook page. Or you can text in your answers, 337-227-0365. And, and while we're kind of on the Christmas tip, uh, Scott says on the Facebook Live, I went back to traditional red and green this year. Nice. The fat bulbs or you went back to the regular bulbs? Dude, and now it's it's like LED lights. You, you plug them in. You don't have to fight with all the burning lights. Because remember back in the day, you had that strand. You had those little light bulbs on there. If one went out, they all went out. You had to find which one went out to, to plug it back in. It, it, it was a big fight. Now it's getting a little bit easier, which I'm, I'm cool with. It. But I, I didn't do any outside decorations at all. Not at all. Didn't fight with any of that this year. But yesterday we talked about, Scott says, LED, interchangeable. See, fancy. Yesterday, we briefly talked about the Christmas pickle. I've never heard of the Christmas pickle. And I saw another story about it today. And the Christmas pickle is a pickle ornament for your Christmas tree. And the tradition is that the ornament is supposed to be hidden somewhere on the tree, and the first child to find it receives an extra present Yesterday, the story said 
maybe that tradition is the first kid who finds it, they get to open the, the first gift or they get to hand out gifts, you know, wh whatever it is. And this story here says it's unclear where this tradition started. Now, a friend of mine that texted me yesterday after I talked about it said, he said, we, we do the Christmas pickle. And he said that it was a German tradition. Didn't know that. See, you learn something new every day. But I, I, of all my 48 years, man, I'll, I'll be 48 next week on the 20th. Send all your Christmas, Christmas gifts, the P.O. box. No, I'm, I'm, I'll lie. Ain't got to send me nothing. I don't like opening gifts. Just send me your love. <laughs> but, you know, I, I've, I've, never, I've never heard or seen the, the Christmas pickle uh, up until yesterday. And I saw a story about it, and it caught my attention. I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? But apparently to some, it is a tradition. And it could be a German tradition. Maybe that's where it, it comes from. Don't know. Tim from Huff Power Concrete just texted me and said, damn, dog, you're old. I know I am. man. I know. It's called seasoned. Huh? I'm like some seasoned fries. <laughs> that's, that's what I am. 814, this is the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. Cajuns are going bowling. They'll be in the New Orleans Bowl this weekend. Taking on Jacksonville State, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Man, I remember that first one. There was nothing like that first one. Brett Bear kicks that, that field goal. Superdome goes crazy. Bourbon Street was crazy. It was a fun time. But if, if you want to do some good for the New Orleans Bowl, UL just launched its Cajuns Care Initiative, and you can be part of a giving process. This is from KATC.com. What they're doing is you buy a ticket for the New Orleans Bowl and your purchase will serve as a donation. Teachers who instructed former UL players from New Orleans will attend the game for free. So the marketing dude for UL said, quote, it's special for them, especially to see their former teachers in the crowd. This year, we've talked about our town, our team, this is an extension of that. So it's pretty cool. If you purchase a ticket, then they'll give a teacher a ticket, a former teacher of the Cajuns. So go Cajuns on Saturday. I believe the Cajuns are uh, underdogs on Saturday. Uh, and I'm not sure what time kickoff is. Is it a uh, uh, 2 o'clock kickoff? New Orleans Bowl 2023. Let's see. Quick quick Google search. Jackson State, 115. Sorry, that's 115 on Saturday. Jacksonville State, 8-4. and four. Cajuns are 6-6. Six and six. Can the Cajuns pull it off? I, I, I think so. Did I tell you what time it was? And, and did I tell you what station you're listening to? 816 Planet Radio 106.7. Good. If I had an 80-year-old radio consultant, he'd tell me to do that all the time. Got to do that every 10 minutes, Chris Logan. Time and temp, they call it in the business. Time and temp, 816, 42 degrees. <laughs> they got that on their dashboards now, dog. You don't have to remind them every 10 minutes. <laughs> now, you know, yeah, I, I, I tell you all this all the time. I'm a sucker for new stuff. This, I am not sure, though. Would you drink or get drunk on Doritos-flavored liquor? See, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm tasting it a little bit, and I don't think that that's something that I want to put my lips on. A company called Empirical partnered with Doritos. People who've tried it say it does taste like a nacho cheese Dorito. See, there's something about liquid and Doritos and, and cheese. I, I'm, I'm not sure. And I like Doritos and, and I like cheese. But a Doritos-flavored liquor, pre-orders start at $65 a bottle. Now, this company, Empirical, they're out of Denmark. And this is the official Doritos liquor. And there's a little... 
You know, I mean, it looks like a cool little bottle, and it has the Triangle Doritos logo on there. It looks like it's a, a clear liquor. So this says it's supposed to taste exactly like their nacho cheese Doritos. 84 proof, so it's 42% alcohol, which is a little stronger than your average 80 proof liquor. They're calling it an uncategorized spirit, but it's basically cheese-flavored vodka. John says, I don't like Doritos, but I'll drink anything. So, heck yeah. <laughs> John says that on the Facebook Live. Anna says, imagine the upheaval. No, thank you. So, a cheese-flavored vodka is pretty much what it is. Like, what do you, what do you mix that with? Like, what's the mixer? Do you, do you shoot it? You, you put it on the rocks? Like, I mean, orange juice and cheese, cranberry juice and cheese. See, all that stuff doesn't really go together. What do you what do you do with it? It also smells like Doritos. See, that would be kind of weird. A writer for food and wine. You know, they got those fancy people that, you know, that they they write uh, you know, what what bourbon or whiskey or vodka, what it tastes like, you know, uh uh, subtle notes of burnt wood on a Christmas morning, you know, in 1922. Hits your palate. But this is what the food and wine person says. They say that it has a bouquet brimming with the unmistakable tang of cheese dust. There is a chef. His name is Lars William. He's a co-founder of Empirical, and he's the guy that wanted to do a Doritos-infused liquor for many, many years. And it says, pair it with tacos? Maybe. Just have to drink it straight. It started when Lars came back from lunch with a bag of Doritos. Wondered if it was possible. Started experimenting. And he's been making batches since then for his friends. Pre-orders start today at 8 o'clock. So right now, unclear on how many bottles there are, but they're probably going to sell out. Probably don't have a ton of them. And $65 for a fifth. That's kind of high, dude. $65 for some Doritos vodka? Uh. <laughs> Steven says the breath after drinking that would be popular on the night out. John says sip it maybe at a Bloody Mary. Okay. Uh, that that could be that could be okay. What makes you feel the most nostalgic over the holidays? You no, know, is it is it hanging out with family? You know, is it going to I don't know midnight Christmas mass? You know what what are some of those nostalgic traditions you have? Maybe it's the pepper jelly that your aunt's going to bring and put it on the snack bar when she gets there. You know, maybe it's the Chex Mix that your aunt's going to bring. She's, she's, bringing it, she's been bringing that every year since 1982. You look forward to that. What makes you feel nostalgic over the holidays? I was reading a little bit about it today. A new survey asked that question. Number one response, spending time with loved ones. Decorating the tree was a close second, followed by seeing Christmas lights, Christmas music, Christmas movies, baking cookies, cooking Christmas or holiday meals, receiving a Christmas card, and also vintage decorations also gave people, got them all up in their nostalgic feels. Now, the story I'm reading said holiday movies, holiday music, holiday lights, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not going down that road, dog. Not, not me. That's Christmas music, Christmas lights. Sorry. Also, it says some holiday traditions might only be done for the sake of nostalgia. 22% of people admit that they probably spend more time planning and putting up their decorations than they do relaxing and enjoying them. And that can be a fight, man. Lights don't want to light up. Ladder doesn't want to stay upright. You know, the damn blower on the inflatable, that, you know, that went out last year. You forgot about it. You're fighting with it again this year. Tis the season. <laughs> 822, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back.
Got the second half of the Power Hour. FBI warning the threat of violence heightened this holiday season. Yamaha coming out with a CD player. And when it comes to health issues, do you trust social media and health websites more than your doctor? Or do you trust your doctor more? Bill Belichick leaving a got an holiday Christmas office party tip for you. You got that lined up. Maybe tomorrow night, got a Thursday night party. Friday, maybe Saturday. Oh, and by the way, Saturday, don't forget, after your Christmas party, come and see us for the Planet Radio Christmas party at Route 92 in Youngsville. Spank the Monkey will be live on stage, so that means like all the music will be Planet Radio music. That's, that's what they play, 90s and 2000s stuff. If you want to win tickets, go to listentotheplanet.com, and you can get tickets at the door. Maybe you got that Christmas party Saturday night. Y'all all come after. Spank hits the stage at about 10. But if you want to win, go to listentotheplanet.com. Also got a uh-uh and a that's messed up story. Kind of all meshed together. There's this guy uh, who's considered a, what, what they're calling him, a panty thief. Has neighborhoods high on high alert in Denver. Maybe that dude's high too. But that story and more all coming up. The second half of the Power Hour here. Planet Radio 106.7. We'll be right back. Uh. Oh, John says maybe with some ginger beer. Ah, that could be that could be okay too. But dude, I just don't know about that. And and I I like Doritos. I I, I do. I, I like nacho cheese Doritos. I I, I just can't. I, I I don't know. I I I I can't picture what that would, what that would taste like. Like what that, what that liquid would be. And it says turning off all the lights, just having the Christmas tree on, sitting on the floor, looking at them. Um. John says, you seen they sell those Christmas Christmas vacation moon cups. A wife doesn't want me to get them, but I might not listen to her. Yeah, my uh, my sister bought me one. Oh, dude, this is probably six, seven years ago. That was her uh, gift to me. It was the moose cup from Christmas Vacation. And that's the part of the movie where they get the eggnog. It's good. It's good. You know, like at the... Uh, it's a, well, I mean, I think they have, what, the eggnog scene probably twice, one Whenever they're they're drinking it at the beginning and then and then at the end when Clark's kind of going crazy when he became a member of the Jelly of the Month Club, but uh, yeah, those moose cups are very very cool. What else we got? Oh, Anna says parrot with tacos. Steven says maybe a martini, but no thanks. Scott says, "What's the hangover like, dude?" I, ugh, could you imagine though? Like like really kicking back on some Doritos flavored vodka, having a little too much and then and then it coming up. Uh uh uh. Nope. Oh, Anna says great movie. Well, I I think that would have to be my favorite Christmas movie would be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Got to be followed by probably Elf Home Alone. Not not Die Hard. <laughs> Might have to watch Die Hard soon. I, I didn't. I didn't watch it this Christmas season. It. It. Uh. I. I I'm. I'm in the Christmas spirit, but I didn't watch Die Hard yet. That's going to put me more into the Christmas spirit. That's going to take me over the top. <laughs> what else? Christmas story, man. I, I'm not that big on a Christmas story. Does what? What network? Um. TBS or TNT would play. A Christmas story over and over and over and over. Brent says four Christmases. I, I like four Christmases too. Uh, that, that's a good one, but I'm a, I'm a Vince Vaughn fan. All right, we're, we're, we're coming back at about 20 seconds. And we're back with the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Just like uh, our voice person said, yes, I am Chris Logan. 
Thank you so much for waking up inside the morning show. Thank you so much for listening to the Power Hour. Again, the Power Hour is part of the show where we go in on, on what, what are some of the trending headlines and stories for the day. Now, this you, you've probably heard about. The FBI warning the threat of violence has heightened this holiday season. What was it? A week or so ago, the head of the FBI said he hadn't seen this many blinking lights, and he's not talking about the Christmas lights. He said he hadn't seen this many blinking lights since 9-11. And that's, 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 that's worrisome. Head on a swivel. But they said that holiday gatherings were at increased risk from violent attacks this year because of the Israel-Hamas war. The statement warned, quote, heightened the threat of lone actor violence targeting large public gatherings throughout the winter, including holiday-related faith-based New Year's Eve and First Amendment-protected events related to the conflict. Agents say they don't have specific evidence of planned incidents. Instead, they say such holiday gatherings may present an appealing target for lone actors due to their religious or symbolic nature. So just be aware of that. But I'm sure you've seen that story already. Also this, Yamaha taking it back a little bit. Yamaha has a brand new five-disc CD changer. And it's one of those, those carousel ones. This is a standalone unit. And it, it's one of those where the drawer comes out, and then you got the five spots for the CDs. And then whoop, whoop, you put it in, boom. What made them want to release this? I, I really don't know. $550, though. That's, that's almost the price of a CD player whenever, whenever it came out. This says the, uh, the Yamaha CD... C603 inherits our hi-fi technology cultivated over many years. Oh, you can also play USB stuff on it, too. It says playback of up to five CDs or music files stored on USB with sound, with the sound full of dynamics and clarity. Kind of cool. Just, it's one of those old-school standalone units. And then there's... uh. There's the USB drive that you can pop in there. But if you got a fancy little stereo system at your house, go ahead. Maybe that's something you want to tell Santa you want for Christmas. There's a pure direct feature. Oh, we're not going to get into it, but pretty cool nonetheless. Hadn't seen one of those in a while. And what was what was one of the other ones that came out back in the day? You know, you had the single tray CD player. Then you had the five-disc changer. And what was that one? Maybe Pioneer put it out. Maybe other brands did. But I think you could put 220 CDs in there. And it was it was a, a circle, and you, you slid them all in there. Or maybe that one was called the carousel. Anyway, but you could put like 200 of your CDs in there, and you could go through it. It was a CD changer just taken to the next level. Remember those? And I had a, I had a six-disc CD changer in, in my truck back in the day, too. Those were a little bit smaller, and that was like a little cartridge that you pop those CDs in, almost like the size of an 8-track tape, and you, you'd, put that, you'd put that in, and you had your, your six discs in your vehicle. Fancy. What you want for Christmas? Give me that five-disc CD changer, please. And what do you think about this? So, by the way, 832, 46 degrees. Sunshine mixed with some clouds. Planet Radio 106.7. CM official. More Americans trust social media and also health-related websites for medical advice over an actual healthcare professional. What do you what do you what do you think about that? Is, is that good or or bad? Significant significantly says more people consult healthcare websites. About fifty three percent of people do, 
And social media, 46% of people do. Then a real-life doctor, 44% go to a real-life doctor. So the, the percent is not far off, but still most people go to healthcare websites and social media than go to a doctor. Why aren't people talking to a doctor? Well, either they don't have insurance or they're too embarrassed by what we are experiencing. And maybe you got that problem. You're too haunt to tell the doctor. Maybe you're thinking he's going to want you to pull your pants down and, and you don't want to do that. You know, we've all, we've all been in that situation. Bend over. Wait, do, do what? Yeah, just bend over for a second. Oh, you got, you got to warn me before you do that, doc. Josh says, real doctor, $50 copay, Dr. Google for free. You know, with a bad thing, dude, you start Googling it and it's going to be the, like the worst case scenario. Like, man, the knuckle on my left hand hurts. Like, Google will tell you that it's uh, it's knuckle cancer or something like that. You know, something crazy. Lawrence says, too expensive to see a doctor. And, and it is. Insurance is, is, is very expensive. Very expensive. You can have two vacation homes for the, for the price of, of monthly health insurance. Dude, that's crazy. But what we do, we just keep on paying it, huh? We just keep on shuffling through our day, not doing anything, huh? Keep on paying $6 for a bag of chips. Dude, $6 for a bag of chips. Get out of here. $2,000 a month for health insurance. Come on, man. We live in America, dog. Where's, what's, what's going on? What's going on? There's too much money floating around. And, and I don't mean money in our pockets. I mean money, money uh, all around the world. $6 for a bag of chips, dude. They bought a bag of chips lately. You may have got it on special. Might have got the ruffles. You know, maybe, maybe it was two for six. Have you ever bought a bag of chips lately? Look on the side. $5.99, the little stamp. $5.99. When you're ready to stand up, let me know. I'll, I'll be out. I'm right alongside of y'all. It ain't hit yet, though, right? Also, what about this? You saw this? Robert Kraft made a decision to part ways with Bill Belichick after he lost to the Colts in week 10. So it looks like after the end of the season, Bill Belichick and the Patriots are no more. Twenty four year relationship. He's been there for a while. You know, what does Bill Belichick do? Considered one of the. And I, I, I hate to say greatest coaches of all time. Do you throw him in there, man? You, ha you have to. There was a point where the Patriots were a dynasty, especially with Tom Brady. Bill Pelichek, is he holding on too tight? Still running those old school plays? Go ahead and do uh, 46 dive on three. Coach, That we, we ran that in Pee Wee. Run it. 46 dive on three. On three? Yeah. All right, coach. Whatever. You, you're Bill Belichick. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe the Saints will get him, huh? Be better than Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael? Maybe. Get a wheelchair for him, dude. Wheel him around on the sideline. We got Bill Belichick, y'all. Him and Derek Carr. Ash says paid $7 for Ruffles at Target last night. Wasn't a big bag. Yep. Might be better off just buying a, a sack of potatoes, dude, and making your own potato chips these days. Living off the land. <laughs> Putting some potatoes in your backyard, dude. A, a little garden. Hey, you want some chips with the all uh, ham sandwich? Yeah, I don't mind. All right, cool. Let me go to the backyard. Where are you going, dude? You don't have chips in the pantry? Nah. I make my own. 
We've come to that point in our lives. $7 for a bag of chips. Mm-mm. 8.37, Power Hour rolling on, Planet Radio 106.7. Uh-oh, Seth says that uh, Super One got kettle cook lays for 177 What's going on, dude? Are those, uh, are they expired? Start looking for those off-brands. There, there's an off-brand that's pretty good. I, I've seen it. Uh, uh, one of our local stores here has it. And I guess depending if you're like maybe an associated grocer, but it's uh, it's Craven, I, I think, the chips. It, it's a brand called Craven. Those are pretty good. They're not, they're not as expensive. You don't bend over as hard if you just want a little bag of chips. You don't have to take it all the way. All right, let's talk about this office party. Office party tip. Christmas office party tip. You got one coming up this weekend? Maybe you got that Thursday night. Y'all might be off on Friday. Maybe y'all got it Friday night, Saturday night. Wondering if y'all are going to get that bonus. I don't know. Maybe get that, that nice knife with the... Uh, the, the company logo on it. Yeah, that's a nice Christmas gift, huh? Get that fit, fit the Jack Daniels. You know, maybe that you can get that gift pack from Hickory Farms. There's a lot of stuff you can get, man. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the Christmas party. But this says, it's from careerbuilder.com. When you go to the office Christmas party, don't complain about work. It says nothing brings down the festive vibe vibe of a holiday gathering like a discussion about company-wide layoffs new manager maybe a new employee that they just hired says save the negative topics for another time stick to something light don't bring up negative talk at the company christmas party because you know it's going to get back you know it's going to get back to to maybe your manager your supervisor Sometimes you, you start drinking a little liquor, it, it's hard to hide those feelings, right? They, they start coming out. That liquor starts talking. Gotta, you got to watch out. That too. No, you can stay positive and, until that whiskey kicks in because it might be an open bar and you're going to stick it to your company. Oh, open bar, dude, I'm getting my bonus tonight. Oh, you are? No, I'm, I'm drinking my bonus tonight. <laughs> but I've DJed a couple Christmas parties over the years where there was an open bar and dude, and then it gets, it gets dumb. It's fun, but everybody's like, Oh, open bar. That's our Christmas bonus, dude. Forget about it. It's on. Also got a, that's methed up story slash uh-uh story slash sicko story. There's a guy in Denver. They're calling him. The Park Hill Panty Thief. End quote. I didn't make that up. Park Hill Panty Thief. That's what they're calling him. This is from KDVR. This Park Hill Panty Thief has neighbors on high alert in Denver. Some neighbors in the Park Hill community are on high alert after they say a man has been breaking into their homes and stealing intimate items, mostly women's underwear. Neighbors are calling him, like I said, the Park Hill panty thief. Police are searching for the suspect. A neighbor says, quote, I felt like he's watching our house. He totally passed over everything you think a thief would steal. Money, medications, PlayStations, computers. He didn't grab any of that stuff. Went for the draws. The guy didn't say that. I just I added that. So grab any of that stuff, end quote. He went for the draws. That's my quote. A neighbor is also recalling the moments she said a man broke into her home. She told Fox 31 about the first time he came through her window in July. So this has been going on for a while. She said, quote, all the all of the lights were on in the house. So I don't know if he chose to come when someone is there. My roommate was asleep in the bedroom. I wasn't home at the time. 
She says her roommate grabbed a knife and went to approach the man. Grabbed a knife. Maybe that wasn't the right thing to grab. Grab a little pew pew, and it would have been it, it might have been over with. I mean, broke into broke into the house, right? You 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 would have, you would have had the right to protect your home and your family. But this this lady goes on to say he shoves my roommate into the wall. My roommate stabbed him twice twice, pretty shallow. He had something in his mouth, and it was a I'll just call it toy. But it was in a case, so she wasn't sure what it was. And he was going through their, their, their intimate items. She said police were called, and he ran. Went on to say my roommate had just left the house, so I was feeling like he was watching our house. The third time was more recently at the end of October, so he hit it three times. They got a picture of the dude, looks of, uh, looks of Hispanic descent. Got a wife beater on. And then now, now there are neighbors in the neighborhood that's, that's posting similar stories and saying similar stories. Like they see this guy looking in their windows. They can see footprints when there's fresh snow on the ground. This other person said, quote, as I was looking through my drawers, I noticed all my underwear had gone missing. There was no clean underwear in my drawer. That's usually where I keep it. Poor lady. Then I have no clean drawers. Neighbors say they're terrified to sleep at night, and they're hoping the man will be caught soon. Dude, they should just put, like, in the neighborhood, put out a trail of draws for the sick dude. Just put a trail of draws, have it, have it leading to the, to the police. Easily, easily caught, man. Should I change my job and go be a detective? Just put maybe different little items coming down, coming down the street. You know, then, then like a few draws coming into a dark area. And in that dark area, there's just... There's like a, a big badass policeman just standing there like this with his arms crossed. What are you, what are you doing here? And then and apprehend him that way. You know, maybe you know, catch a never mind. But but they, I mean, that that could be a way. Bait draws, Josh says, could. Give something for the sicko to, to uh go after and get him that way. Unreal, huh? And it just continues to do it. Neighbor also said it's getting dangerous at this point. There, this man needs to be caught. He needs to be stopped. He's not going to stop until we do something. Hmm. Anyway, that's from KDVR.com. Uh-uh. uh-uh, that's messed up. Slash sicko story today. Also saw this Southwest Airlines going viral. What do you what do you think about this? This is uh, I saw it on Fox Business. Southwest Airlines celebrated for their policy to give a full row to passengers of size for free. So if you're a plus size passenger. You can get an entire row to yourself on Southwest Airlines. What do you think about that? You can, if you're a passenger of size, you can request complimentary seats, one or two, depending on your needs to uh, accommodate your girth, says here in this story. Says customers whose bodies encroach Past the armrest are entitled to an extra seat according to the Southwest inclusion policy. They're currently one of the few, if not the only airlines to offer free seats to larger passengers. It 
Southwest provided its policy to Fox Business, which said that passengers of size, quote, have the option of purchasing just one seat and then discussing your seating needs with the customer service agent at the departure gate. If it's determined that a second or third seat is needed, you'll be accommodated with a complimentary additional seat. I wonder if that in that inclusion policy, too, for Southwest, if you don't have enough money to fly, you can just say, hey, man, uh, I, I need to get here. I know y'all got this inclusion policy. I don't have all the money right now, but I can put a little something on it. Think I can get a ticket? I, I put, put a little something on it. <laughs> but give me, uh, give me that extra seat. Or maybe, maybe if you're not that big, you can just you can just say, "Hey, um, and I, I'm 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 feeling bloated today. Uh, I, I'm gonna need an extra seat." Oh no, y'all got that in the inclusion policy. I don't know. Stephen says, "What happens when the plane's full?" That was one of my questions too. What happens when the plane's full? If the plane sold out, are you you just don't get the extra seat? You get to lay down in the in the whole entire row. I guess maybe depending if you're on a, a two-seat row plane, three-seat row, row plane, or whatever it is. But that's uh, that was kind of trending today. Southwest Airlines trending because of that. 849 Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. A world record-breaking Christmas display has neighbors outraged. Can you go too hard with the Christmas decorations? Can you go Clark Griswold with the Christmas decorations and upset your neighbors? Apparently so. Yesterday we had a story about a real-life Clark Griswold. And this cat, I think it was, where was that? I forgot where it was. And he did up his house in lights across the front, side, back, roof, just like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He even had, I think, 40 inflatables in his yard. And he says that like 8,000 people go by his house every December to check it out. And it seemed like his neighbors were okay with it. But now a couple in New York State holds a record for the most Christmas lights on a residential property. They upped it to, get this, 720,000 lights this year. The neighbors, they're sick of it. They, they want them to stop. They want them to uh, do it on a smaller scale. One guy ran for office last year just to make them stop. He says it's like living next to a Legoland for 40 days. The couple's name, Tim and Grace Gay. Back in 2012, they put up 346,000 lights. Then they beat their own record in 2014 when they did 600,000 lights. Now, 720,000. Dude, they're doing it up year after year. Thousands of people visit their house. They also use it as a fundraiser for local charities. And they've raised, get this, close to 700 grand over the years. And the neighbors wanted to stop. They say the lights are very bright. There's an endless line of cars, and they're blasting music through the big speakers. So Grinches, or do they have do they have a legitimate argument here? And the guy who he ran for a town council seat, and he lost with just 15% of the vote. But he was the one that wanted to put an end to it. So they have 720,000 lights, they have 1,700 strobes, and they have a playlist with 255 songs. They open the day after Thanksgiving, and it runs through December. Tim and Grace, they say they don't plan to do it forever. They say they will stop once they hit a grand total of $1 million in donations. There's a video right here. Whoa. I mean, this is like a straight-up winter wonderland, dude. 
They got the lights that go with the music. It it is it look it is a little much. I mean, they any spot on their yard where there could be some lights, they they have it. <laughs> Seven hundred and twenty thousand lights, seventeen hundred strobes, and music blaring. Christmas spirit. Does the neighborhood not have it? Are the, you know, are, are they being Grinches? I know they wanted to tone it down, but it looks like when the couple gets another three hundred thousand dollars, they're going to shut it down in donations. At least they're trying to do good with it. And maybe in that area, there there are not many places to go and look at Christmas lights. Maybe they're the spot. Also, there's an aerial photo from last from last year. <laughs> And it looks like it's it's it, it's upstate New York by uh, Poughkeepsie. So this house is in a, a wooded area. But still, I, I guess there, it looks like there's there are two very close neighbors, and I guess those are probably the ones that are complaining. <laughs> this 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 family's going all out. 8.54, coming to the end of the power hour. Oh, what about this? Real real quick. Ladies, would you hire a nanny or babysitter who's more attractive than you? A large majority of married women, 73%, would not, not hire a nanny or babysitter who was more attractive than they were. What do you think about that? So we're coming back with the final hour of the morning show, getting into more 90s and 2000s rock. Going to throw in some Days of the New, Shine Down, Seven Mary Three, Goo Goo Dolls, Alice in Chains. Also, uh, that Shine Down we're going to do, that is a new song from Shine Down. Remember, we're not playing new music. Got new music from Planet Radio Artists. So the new one from Shine Down, A Symptom of Being Human. That is on the way next hour, too. So it's all coming up. Planet Radio. 106.7.